are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, this is Bradley Martin with the Screener Squad, and I'm feeling super, because we're going to be talking about The Boys presents Diabolical, an eight-episode miniseries of different animated stories from different creative minds. Laser Baby's Day Out. An animated short where pissed off soups kill their parents. I'm your pusher. Boyd in 3D. BFFs. Nubian vs. Nubian. John and Soon He. And 1 plus 1 equals 2. That's the most highly anticipated episode because it features the Homelander as a green superhero. But I won't be talking about this alone. No, I've assembled geez, a bunch of soups with me. We have someone who's able to leap from tall buildings and not splatter on the ground. Marco is with us. Ahoy, ahoy. Lots of splatter in this series here today. And we also have Matt Foster with us, who I'm sure has an assortment of superpowers, but he would only use them in secret as to keep his identity secret and his friends and family safe. My superpower is hiding my keys from myself. (laughs) We have someone with us who was able to successfully steal all the wheels from the Batmobile. In your face, Jason Todd. Elliot is with us. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I'm going to beat the absolute shit out of you. (laughs) I like the new catchphrase Batman's going with. So out of these eight episodes, all of them push the violence. I'm pretty sure every single one of these is over-the-top goofy violence. And some of them are serious violence. You know, it's up to you to decide what that is. They're all animated. What did you all think of The Boys Present Diabolical? I think like the show, this is kind of has a lot of ups and downs. There was some stuff that I really liked here. And there was some stuff I really, really didn't like here. Um, most of this is pretty disposable, uh, even if you're a fan of the boys. I've never read the comic, but I do like the show well enough. But, um, besides the last episode, all of this is, is fluff and filler. And, you know, I like that to a degree. It was, it seemed like more of an excuse to just give these comedians and animators a chance to sort of fuck around in this universe. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Now we do have a lot of these written by comedians. The big surprise for me is the episode John and Soon He, I believe uh, Andy Samberg, who has a cameo voice in several episodes, but also I want to say was a part of the writing process of that episode. 
And it's not funny at all. It's actually the most heartbreakingly serious of the eight episodes about this couple. This old man wants to save his wife from passing away, so he uses Vought's engineered super drug. Is it called V? Isn't that a vampire drug? (laughs) Do you guys remember what it's called? It's Compound V. You're right. Compound V. And then, you know, it turns into kind of a short of the beginning of Up. And that surprised me, considering how hilarious Andy Samberg is. My personal favorite was Nubian vs. Nubian. And this human interest story is two people who do not get along at all as social human beings. But when they fight as heroes together, it's practically fucking. Because they love each other in the sense of hero work. But as a couple... They're kind of toxic towards each other. And their daughter has to come to terms with what a family is and what she can get out of the destruction, if you will, of a family if divorce isn't looming. This one was the funniest to me. It has the brilliant voice work of John DiMaggio, Don Cheadle as the Nubian prince, and Aisha Tyler. Uh, I believe her most famous role as an animated voice is Lana from... Archer and Somali Rose as Maya, the young kid who just wants her family to stay together. This one was violent. It was very on point with the themes that the boys has that, you know, your perfect fantasy and your perfect life doesn't exist no matter how many powers you have. And also I just really enjoyed the disturbing violence as well as the humor that such a pro as John DiMaggio brings. He plays the villain who kind of schemes with this girl to keep her family together. What are some of your all favorite episodes and despised episodes? I, I just love that his power was hammer, those hammer hands. I think um, the, the inessential one for me was the last one that was supposed to speak to the actual plot of the boys. It taught us nothing we didn't already know, you know, except that at, at one point Homelander had a first mission. You know, and he handled it exactly as he would in the show. So, spoiler alert, it doesn't end great. You know, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, it had good animation, and it, it it was in keeping with the tone and stuff. But it was it was the one that like I I liked um I liked the Boyd in three D one, except it had a lot of very very typical um, phone bad in it. Yeah. It was a weak Black Mirror episode. I don't know about you guys, but but I I actually existed before cell phones, and and um, taking a shit was boring. <laughs> <laughs> like it's okay, it's all right. And like <laughs> like like they always show these pictures where like someone's on their phone and they're not living in the moment and they're ignoring somebody sitting at the table with them. Maybe that person is incredibly boring, and and all all that's been revealed by the cell phone is that uh, the person is not pretending to be interested in this incredibly boring person. My personal favorite one is actually the first one that is a riff on Baby's Day Out. Yeah, and it's kind of like a Chuck Jones almost cartoon. Maybe yeah, Tex yeah. Avery, not quite Chuck Jones, but yes. I just I just like that that was the, that was the one that was actually, uh, to me, when they were like, let's do some boys' shorts and, and cartoons – that person uh, in in the vernacular of the times understood the assignment, and um, I did like the one with the older couple. Uh, it's it's a very um, 
kind of more of a, a Harrison Bergeron-y type thing. I don't know. I wavered a lot on these. There's, there's, it's on Prime, and if you have Prime, it's obviously fun enough to watch, right? And if you're interested in superhero stuff, and you've watched Invincible, and you've watched the, the live-action boys, this is a good tide over till season three. There's a big tonal bounce here from almost whip, almost whimsical to super, super hyper-violent and dark. I thought this one was actually super over the top. Like, I'm a fan of the boys, and I, I get the humor, and I thought that was, let's do that humor no breaks that for whatever this was. Like, it's like super jail levels of violence and animation like throughout all the episodes. Perfect example. Yeah, as tits are to HBO, violence is to the boys. Like, they just kind of shove more and more of it in there, whether it's necessary or not. Um, yeah, you, you guys have mentioned most of my favorites. Um, John and Son, he, I, I almost wanted that to kind of just be its own independent thing, independent of the boys and maybe longer. Um, but I, I did enjoy it, um, but it, it just felt like it could have been even broader. Um, so I guess I'll say that my least favorite one by like a mile was BFFs, uh, written by Aquafina, which was the, uh, little boy who can control shit that was actually my favorite i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) i know it was stupid like it was really stupid like out of all the things for one i like picking on the aquaman character all the time the way the the boy the actual boys does and i was like this is by the time that episode happens because it's somewhere towards the end i want to say it's six and maybe i'm wrong but it's five okay well it's still towards the end but it's like i've watched so much ridiculous shit that this was easy to like buy into a little bit that I was like, oh, but okay, whatever. I'm in, it's ridiculous, it's stupid, and it's over in eight minutes. Uh, Miley's favorite was actually the one about the younger couple because I, it does the thing that I always hate no matter what circumstances. It was like it was all a dream, none of this happened. Yeah, that that was Boyd in 3D. Yeah, well, I do want to touch upon uh, the next thing I wanted to ask you guys. Chance Crawford of the boys does reprise his role and provides the voice of the deep. Uh, there's an episode called I'm your pusher featuring uh, butcher, whatever his name is. And he is, that is not someone being voiced by uh, Carl Urban. It's actually Jason Isaacs doing the voice of butcher. And he does a commendable job. Actually. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I often I often think of Jason Isaacs as the poor man's Carl Urban. <laughs> when you can't get when you can't get Carl Urban, you get um, Dune and Star Wars star Jason Isaacs <laughs> instead. <laughs> but uh, I didn't know there's a few people. Um, Elizabeth Shue was in this, and um, the person that plays the frustrated assistant to her in the show was herself in that same sketch. Oh, wonderful! Same short. Yeah, really? When she, when she, when she, because she's if you if you look at her hairdo and and clothes and stuff, she's the person that gives them the shape shifting lotion. Oh, I see. I thought Esposito now, was in was in it too for the moment that he walked. Yes, out. It, he okay. was in the finale. We do have Giancarlo Esposito reprising his role as Stan Edgar, and we do have Anthony Starr as Homelander, which is. Pretty good. I know vo- vocal work is way different than you know your physical acting, and I thought Anthony Starr did great. The episode 
we haven't touched on yet. An animated short where pissed off soups kill their parents. Now, was this inspired by the boys or by Rick and Morty? I thought this was uh, written the director. By Rick and Morty people. What, am I wrong with that? <laughs> it, it was. Yeah, no, it was their. Yeah. yeah, it was their short. It wasn't. Uh, there was no Dan Harmon here, which shows. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it. Okay, um, it felt like a better recent episode of Rick and Morty, which is to say, it's not as good as previous seasons of rick and morty um but it was, it was i thought fun. it felt like one of the off not off like in the sense that it's a bad episode but off in the sense that it's like here's some random shit like tits for head um like what's it called like dimensional cable <laughs> like this felt like Very an episode rich. of dimensional cable yeah i got i got boobs for eyes i'm a boobs face guy i'm boobs boobs face right, and you the, know that's how they talked and there was a guy named pages who you do that exactly you do his like voice morty. really good yeah, I, I, it's a short, you know, they're all short episodes. This one was bizarre, but not my favorite episode. But Christian Slater as the narrator was my favorite performance of this <laughs> series. <laughs> the power to narrate is essentially how the episode works is, as we find out in season two, were superheroes born or were they created by Vought and... Parents donated their babies to be injected with Compound V. What about the babies whose superpowers turned out to be kind of garbage? And that's what the episode is. It's a very silly premise that doesn't overstay its welcome. But very like, oh, hey, I, I, I'm controlling the papers. I, I can move the papers around. Lots of papers. You know, it's delivered very Rick and Morty style. That was my Justin Roiland impression. Uh, a plus. Yeah, it was was good because all of the characters have obviously really kind of lame powers, except for the one sort of central person who's like, wait, why are you here? Your power is obviously somewhat useful, at least like like it's clearly nowhere near as useless as the rest of these people. But no, and you make a good point that that's top tier Rick and Morty writing the sci fi concept, someone who can't touch or feel or be a part of anything starts a revolutionary group. And uh, lives vicariously through their feelings of vengeance, and I dug that. There was a, 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 a there was a character in a comic called Rising Stars whose only power was he was super durable. He didn't have any strength or athleticism or anything to go with it, and so like he <laughs> he tried he tried being on super teams, but basically all that could happen was like someone with super strength could throw him like a shot put. <laughs> And then he tried, um, he tried, uh, he tried like doing commercials and doing special effects and just being like actually blown up in movies. But, um, the, the actual stunt performers union and stuff banded together against him combined with he didn't, he wasn't good looking. So they couldn't, they couldn't use him for anything, uh, past a few movies. Um, and then, uh, ultimately someone, I believe just, uh, drops him into a deep body of water and kills him. Wow. Yeah, so... They That's into, dark. Do you, do they, you remember who wrote that? Yeah, J. Michael Straczynski. It's, oh, it's wow. A, some, might, some might say um, uh, many, many things th- that followed our derivative of it. Is the ghost girl... Because you're the one that's read the most most of the comics. I've just read uh, like a really shortened synopsis. Actually, I watched the YouTube video. I'll be honest. Um, but is the ghost girl in the comic... Because she seems important. That's uh, Aisha Cooper playing Ghost. Wonderful performance as well. 
I don't remember. She's she's not super vocal if she is. But yes, got a lot of comedians doing a lot of voices, a lot of different uh, writing minds across a lot of episodes. Let's get into our final thoughts. Uh, Matt, carry what you were saying into your final thoughts, please. My final thought is that um, on balance, I think if you're a fan of the show, you, you – like I don't, I don't want to say you might as well watch this, but like, yeah, it's it's a, it's clearly a, uh, you know, mid season sorbet to get you from two to three. They vary in a little bit in quality and tone and what you'll like or not like, you know, and they vary in animation style, which it, none of them are bad. Bad. It's a good showcase, and um, I think it's worth watching. I give it uh, seven out of ten. Dude, where's my jaws? <laughs> very good Elliot your final thoughts please yeah I'm pretty much the same if you're a fan of the show I would say watch this um, if you're squeamish about extreme violence I would say skip this absolutely um, it is chock full of extreme violence from the very first one that is Warner Bros 60s animation you know, to the more serious ones you know if, if a, an episode isn't sticking with you maybe skip it but there's enough uh, in here to like to uh, watch the whole thing. And it's, you know, the, the talent behind it is good. Uh, the writing teams, especially the voice cast, it's fun just to see all these people pop up. Um, especially uh, Nubian versus Nubian. I was like, is that Don Cheadle? Um, a lot of these people are bigger actors than most people in the show. Um, but it's not perfect. Um, there's episodes that I would cut. Um, you know, there's messaging that is stale. But, yeah, I had a fun time. I'd probably give this a 7 out of 10 laser-eyed babies. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Marco? I really love the boys, so watching this was kind of hard at times because it doesn't actually have the same tone or none of the, none of the stories matter. Like, I don't think any of them are going to affect the continuity of Ghost doesn't. So it's more like you're watching robot chicken and if you watch this as you're watching comedians do robot chicken with uh the boys universe you're you'll be fine like it's it's over the top uh schlacky a horror and then i mean all the animation styles are cool to see but i mean none of them are long uh, uh, you can breeze through this um but it's still not very good like it's i don't know I'm, i guess i'm used to when i see shorts it's more solid. Like I, these are like eight or eight to ten minutes long, like you said, and there's still filler in them, like once in a while for no reason, and or jokes that don't hit. But I mean, it's still worth the watch at the end of the day if you see it through the lens of it's a robot chicken episode, not uh, boys. And with that, I mean, I would give it like six out of ten exploding factories or six out of ten cover ups. That would have been better, actually. Excellent. Yeah, this was fun. I was probably looking forward too much into finding out how this would connect into season three, like that big finale, one plus one equals two, uh, the great American hero, the Homelander on his first mission. Ooh, what can I gain from this? And kind of nothing. So not disappointed, just kind of surprised at who or what this is for. I will say, though, once again, Nubian versus Nubian, fantastic episode, especially if you have a kid that you have to, you know, tell that you might be getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think the message here is great. And John DiMaggio is one of my favorite voice actors, of course, who 
a shared, you know, opinion shared by thousands. If you're a Rick and Morty fan, yeah, watch the animated short where pissed off soups kill their parents. The humor is all there, that brand of humor from that show, and an incredible vocal work from Christian Slater as the narrator. He surprises me a lot every time I see him, like, why is this guy still hanging around? Then I watch, you know, Mr. Robot or that Netflix cartoon about the conspiracies. And then this, like, wow, he's kind of brilliant and I need to stop, need to stop underestimating him. So I'm going to give this, let's go with 6.5 out of 10 overdoses of Compound V before a public speaking event. So you're all still excited for season three then, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like this doesn't help season three, though. (laughs) (laughs) 